Welcome to Keep Showing Up, the podcast about engaging in life in good ways to think in order to create the life of your own design. This episode goes from big to small as we take it five minutes at a time. Is it all too much sometimes? Do you get overwhelmed and feel like you aren't running your own show? Take it five minutes at a time and operate in the here and now. Have a listen as we share how we use this simple technique in our own lives. A small step can make a big change. Let's get started. So here we are, episode eight of Keep Showing Up, five minutes at a time. As always, I'm Greg Gabus here with my three panelists, and they are Valerie, Valerie, Justice, and Edward. Valerie, Justice, Edward, and again, I'm Greg. These are three folks I've met in my life who think somewhat similarly, but differently enough to make it interesting, at least to me. And I hope you guys find our points of view interesting, engaging, kind of relate to one of us or see how this plays out. And our idea is to keep sh- keep showing up is how do we show up in our life and create the life that we want? Because sitting on your couch at home isn't much of a life. And one of the things that comes along with keep showing up is when you think into the showing up, you might think of your entire life all in one shot and my big goals and what I want to do. And you can if you want to, and there's a place for that and it's worthwhile. Putting things into practice though, it's kind of a lot to think about. So one of the things that I've developed and practiced and shared with other people, and it's been helpful and useful, is the idea of five minutes at a time. The place I got it was really from the Netflix show, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. If you've either watched it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, short story is these young ladies, multiple wives, so one person, underground bunker. It's bonkers. And Kimmy Schmidt, the way she dealt with is she could do anything for 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Anything for 10 seconds. So that's funny, but also useful. Maybe it was 30. I don't know. But yeah, right. she was cranking the crank. Cranking the crank to make the electricity. You can do anything <laughs> for a short period of time. And so seconds for me was probably too small of a piece. So I settled on five minutes. I can manage my stuff for five minutes. I can be really, totally, truly uncomfortable for five minutes. And if I need to make it 10, well, I just do the first five minutes. So that's all I got to worry about. And if I blow up after five minutes, that's what happens. So I go into my next five minutes and my next and my next. So that would, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that makes me think. So for everybody, it might not be just five minutes at a time. Like for some people, it might be three minutes at a time. For some people, it might be one minute. Like what, how long are you able to deal with the thing you don't like? Right. Something that's not fun. Right. So when you figure that out, that's how many seconds or minutes or whatever at a time that you might want to approach life. <laughs> Absolutely. There are times where I'm 30 seconds at a time. After 30 seconds, it all falls apart. I'm okay with that. Now, how does that help me show up if I only show up for 30 seconds? Well, on the one side, at least I showed up for 30 seconds when other people wouldn't show up at all, but it's only 30 seconds. How lasting is that? Right. But the point behind that would be is if you made it 30 seconds, then you can make it 30 more. Right. And then you, you can it. make it 30 more. Right. And then you can make it 30 more. Right. And the next thing you know, you've shown up for an hour and a half. Yes. Or five minutes, right? Or five minutes. So, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. You can break it down if you, you need got it. to. And with some of the work that I do, that Justice and I do, five minutes is a useful way to break it down. Mm-hmm. It's like five minutes is a good piece. If I can do it for five minutes. Also, what it helps me do is I'm, if I'm thinking five minutes, I'm not thinking about the afternoon. This is, might be something listeners you might relate to. The deal is... Have you ever been blessed with a miracle? Let's put it that way. It's just a simple way to put it. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Something out of the blue just happened, and it was totally awesome. Five minutes before that, you had no idea it was going to happen. 
when you just take things five minutes at a time, maybe I'm having a rough morning. Maybe it's not going the way I need it to go. I don't know. Maybe my whole day is going to be terrible. Oh, my gosh. So when I think that way, especially if I'm creating reality and looking for the proof of that and the pattern in supporting my belief that my day is bad, if I do that, then I make no room for something good to happen to my afternoon. And it's happened. Nothing, nothing, nothing going on. And then, boom, that one person calls up, walks in, whole day changes, the whole week changes. So what five minutes at a time can help you do is not screw up your other time. It gets you out of your own way because we can be pretty good at ruining ourselves if we're not paying attention. So for me personally, five minutes at a time got me to back off of a future that didn't exist, deal with the moment and say, I can work this. I'll let other stuff happen in a future that I'm, I think I'm smart, but I'm not so smart as to orchestrate the entire universe for a future. So five minutes at a time gets me away from that crazy idea and into a more human, manageable concept. So for me, that's what five minutes at a time means. Somebody can jump in next on their take on five minutes at a time. Well, mine's pretty much aligns with yours almost exactly. As we've discussed on, on previous podcasts, I'm not the most happy at my current career position or job position. Many times I do have to break my day down. It might be, okay, next five minutes are going to be good. Let's get these done. And you just have to keep, just keep doing that to get through the day. So there have been times I've had to break through, okay, let's just get through these next 30 seconds. Uh, so when we say, you know, five minutes at a time, or you have to realize that you have to adjust that. There are days you can do 20 and it'd be fine. And there are other days, you know, it might be, let's just get through the next 10 seconds. Uh, but it, as long as you always just set a time that you know with pretty much a hundred percent confidence that you can make it through that. And if it's too long, get, break it down even further and just keep finding the time that works and just get through that and then do the next one. And then they, they add up. Cause like he's Greg said, you know, you could be having the worst day of your life from 8 a.m. till 4:29, And then a minute before you get off work, it suddenly becomes a great day because something changed and you just have to leave that. Don't rule out the entire day just because you've had a rough time to start the day. It can always change. There are some things in there I want to come back to. Mm -hmm. I, want to I want to hear from Justice and Val first, and then I want to come back to some things here, too. Yeah, so for me, one thing that kind of struck my mind, that kind of came across is because life is always changing, things are always going on. As you said, it could you could go all day and nothing good happen, and then the next second something does. And so for me, five minutes of time is kind of it's a recognition of that things are going to change, you know, so taking five minutes of time, even if things are going great, taking that five minutes, because I would I would challenge everyone to try to sit completely still and don't do anything for five minutes and really get a feel for what that time is like. Five minutes is, can be a long time in a bad situation, in a good situation that flies by. I think, again, it's kind of a recognition of things are always changing. So by keeping it five minutes at a time. It's a way to get through, you know, get on with your day, you know, to just endure it. Or it's a way to really enjoy what's going on, too. Um, so I think really it can, it's it's a useful tool in, in both ways. I think that's awesome. I think it's I love the, the concept of sit down for five minutes and just sit and do nothing. So you can get an idea of how long that can feel or how short it can feel. Right. I think that's a really good exercise. Yeah. I think that what Justice is describing is a calibration 
Mm-hmm. And I think as he described that and we talk about it, it's kind of popping into my mind that part of the power of five minutes at a time is it's a calibration. I can reset my sensory stuff by evaluating my five minutes because depending on my perception and my mood, time's elastic. Five minutes is a useful calibration point because it's enough time to have something effective happen, but not so much time that I have to keep track of a lot of stuff. So five minutes is a useful calibration and sitting quietly for five minutes is the ultimate in calibrating. I'm zeroing my five. So I can always get back to what is five minutes. I was at a workshop and have you guys ever seen the video on YouTube of the evolution of dance? It's something Lapley, Jordan Lapley, I think is his name. And he does all the, he like plays the different songs and he shows the, the evolution of dance. I think so. Um, It was, yeah, years ago, probably back at, this is like 2007, 2008. Basically the reason he developed that video was he was showing the evolution of dance and it was about a five minute thing, but he did like 30 second clips of songs and did the evolution of dance over the last, 50 to 100 years or whatever it was. But the message and the reason he did that is he was a motivational speaker for students, for children. Basically, he was like, the only constant is change. So he was using that as a metaphor to make them understand that that, that's what it was you said, Justice. You said something about the only thing you can count on is change, right? Mm -hmm. That's the only Mm -hmm. constant is that nothing ever stays the same. So if you can start understanding that, it does make it dealing with life, not just dealing with the bad stuff. It also, for me, what has really helped me is it's helped me learn how to live in the moment and enjoy the good stuff because I know it might only be five minutes at a time and I'm going to really embrace that five minutes. Okay. Here's what I come back to with Ed because this all comes together too is because Ed, I think one thing that you said here that kind of got me thinking to set this time rate where you're 100% confident. I even think you said maybe 100% confident, which is kind of a mm-hmm. weird way to phrase it. Maybe 100% yeah, confident. Yeah, maybe 100%. And, and what's the difference between confident and 100% confident? That's just interesting to think about in, in my mind. Well, because there are no absolutes. Because there are no absolutes, right? Here's something It's like, okay, that's a way to approach it. I can break it down into pieces that I know without a doubt that I can manage. What good does that do me? That, that at least helps me manage. Now, how about growth? Where, how do I grow in my showing up by thinking five minutes at a time? Because as we've established, five minutes at a time is just a useful way for me to think about it because that's the piece I'm using and as just as described, I'm using that as a calibration. And tell me a little bit more about how do I grow if I'm setting my time frame in that confidence level? Well, that, that, that's just a starting point. You pick whatever you're most comfortable with to start with, with the expectation that's going to grow once you become more comfortable and and do get that confidence yourself. Okay, now I have that down. That's not a problem for me. Let me stretch it out a little further where I know it's going to be a little more difficult and I can start adjusting to that time frame. So you'll get your growth. For some people, you know, it takes longer. They, they don't want to, they need more time to adjust than other people. Some people can go in five minute increments. Some people might need to do it and 15, it's just depending on your own personal situation, you have to adjust this based on what you know. We, we, I didn't get to the point at that time, but yes, you, once you've mastered that, you need to extend that out to put yourself in, you know, in a situation where you, you do have to work at it because that, that's the only way you're going you're gonna to grow. Okay, good, good. Thanks for sharing that because uh, I think that's 
the other part of this is using the five minutes as a time as a management technique, but also how how's that going to grow? Because another point, too, is if you're unsatisfied with your current career position and you manage five minutes at a time, that's great. Okay, but your current career position still sucks. So how do I reconcile these two ideas? Go ahead, Val. I have an idea on okay. how to reconcile those. It's how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? If I'm not happy in my current situation, I can use the five minutes at a time to deal with it. But if I'm looking for changing my career, which is what I'm trying to learn how to do right now, is maybe today I just spend five minutes working on my next step, working on something that will fulfill me, working on five minutes to read a job posting or, you know, whatever it might be. So to me, that's how I would connect the two is that not only can you do it like taking things five minutes at a time to get through something, you can also set aside five minutes at a time to get better at something. That's an excellent point. So thanks for answering that. Ed, do you have anything to add to that? No, I mean, just that, like Val said, I'm, I'm just learning to live in the situation that, that I have. I, I am looking for other career opportunities, but I'm not just going to go put myself in another crappy situation just to get out of this one. I'm waiting for something I know or I have confidence or belief that this is going to be better for me. Because if, if I just take the next thing that's available, I'm just might still be a crappy job. All I've done is change the location of, of what, I, what I'm experiencing. So I don't want to just jump off at the first opportunity. I'm waiting for, for the perfect location to jump off to get me to a better place. It's a, lot, it's a lot easier for me. This makes me grow as a person to understand the situation I'm in and just accept that it's, it's not perfect for me, but I have to do my best so I feel good, even if I'm ha- unhappy with the work I'm doing that I'm happy as a person and the effort I gave and that I made the best of the day as much as I could. Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. And that's, that's that layer I was looking for because as you're describing, you know, how you're using this time thing is the description just came across as the top level. And there was way more into that than just the top level description, because there's a reason you're doing it this way. and, And we, I wanted to get a little deeper because managing yourself to deal with shit is whatever. I mean, come on, give yourself a little bit more credit than that, right? Your life doesn't have to be that way. Managing yourself because you have decided what your belief system is and you're deciding the life that you want. It's like, I, it's a good point. Jumping out of this job to go get another bad job is not a useful way to manage it. Now, if I can go five minutes at a time to manage where I am today so that I can go to the better place, that's a way better way of doing it because what you're teaching yourself is to manage yourself to get through that growth. I think it's worth telling our listeners and having it expressed explicitly is five minutes of time is a rule of thumb. It's like you get good at five minutes and you can go to 10, you can go to 15, or you go back to three when you need to. This is a useful tool to manage so you can achieve something, which is a successful day at work so you don't ruin your entire day or day wherever. So you don't ruin your entire day in the morning when there's room to do, have good things happen later on. And Val, throwing in that five minutes at a time is a useful way to think of, at least I can work for five minutes towards an improvement. Five minutes towards a new life is better than zero minutes towards a new life. And if we get stuck in this despair and we don't do anything, so listeners, there's a lot of pieces here uh, going on. And I think Ed's situation in his example is a really useful way to look at it. 
five minutes of time manages my uncomfortable situation. It also builds a skill set so that I can grow in where I'm at. Also, it helps me decide not to make an irrational move that's not going to help me because I need to make a smart move the next time. And then on top of all that, going back to the justice's part uh, is that calibration. I think that's a valuable part of it is it's not forever, five minutes at a time. It can really help you with your existential despair in a crappy job. Because listeners, I know a bunch of you have a crappy job that you just hate. And it's existential despair. It's crushing you sometimes. And if you can get the five minutes at a time, it helps you understand that, one, I can calibrate to what time really is. Two, things don't stay the same and they will change. And three, it's a useful set of tools to manage while I'm where I'm uncomfortable to get where I can get comfortable. And I would even extend that to uh, ask yourself why you have to have that job. I wasn't even <laughs> going to go there, but that was on my mind, right? You know? I think it's a separate episode, but it's a worthwhile piece on programming your five minutes at a time strategy. This was part of my life when I was younger. It's Of course, I was blessed. I went to the classroom to teach and I loved it. It wasn't a job. But I knew a lot of people who went to a job that they didn't like so that they could afford a house, that they hated cleaning. They, you know, they would work even harder so they could hire somebody to clean their house. And so why do we get caught up in all of that? And you're right. That's a different episode. But it also goes back to last week's episode of Pattern Seeking Belief Machine that kind of connects of why am I in this crappy job in the first place? Because I have a belief system and the pattern is I go to work from nine to five and I earn a paycheck to do this. And the pattern is that work is hard and dumb and stupid and because I've been there before. So listeners know that this is a great tool that I've used and Justice has watched me use it to really adjust some of how I approached my work so that I was less of a jerk face and I learned a lot from the people around me by taking it five minutes at a time. And I think I helped other people around me talk themselves back off the ledge because at five minutes at a time, there's no ledge anymore. And you just walk out the door if you want because it's five minutes at a time. It's not forever. I think that's a, a valuable thing. So that's the front side of five minutes at a time, managing where I'm at. And I think value kind of hinted at Another use of this tool of five minutes at a time is to getting where I want to go. So in the keep showing up universe, we also want to think about how do I get where I want to get and how does five minutes at a time help me do that? So someone jump in here and kind of get us going a little further down that road. Actually, I've been kind of thinking on this, staying quiet, just thinking through this thought. What Val was saying about doing something on the job hunt or, you know, whatever that may be. If you think in the morning, I'm going to be productive today or I'm going to do this today, taking on this big task saying I'm going to do this today. Well, chances are, even if you were trying, you're not going to do it all day. There's going to be other things going on. So if you say, I'm going to take five minutes and be productive in, in whatever, in your work, I'm going to I'm going to have a good five minutes out of today, something like that. I'm going to make a difference in five minutes. I think that's it's really valuable. Because in five minutes, yeah, you can really try hard. You can really be productive. You can get things done if you're really putting in some effort. I know Greg and I have talked a lot about the 40-hour the work week. How much of that 40 hours are we really working? You know, that's just the standard. That's the cultural norm, 40 hours plus. And how much of that time is wasted? So as far as dialing that back to five minutes, how much can we get done in five minutes? By taking things five minutes of time instead of sitting at your desk or wherever you're working, being distracted, take five minutes, concentrate. See how much you can get done. I think that's a very worthwhile thing to be aware of. And I know it's, it's really made a difference for me. It just reminded me, too, and 
because I, I had read before, you know, they say, like, if you hate cleaning house, just set a timer. And, like, okay, I'm going to do laundry for five minutes or I'm going to, you know, whatever. But then, and I hadn't even made the connection until just now when you were talking about that. When I have reluctant students that I'm tutoring, I'll set a timer. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to do this math worksheet for three minutes. Just three minutes. It's not that long. And I'll, I'll even have them sit, that you know, or whatever, for one minute. And then they're amazed how much they can get done on their homework or whatever. And then it becomes a game, too. And they're like, oh. Let's see if I can do a whole other page in one minute or, you know, that sort of thing. So then it becomes almost like a challenge that it, and it creates a certain type of motivation. And I'm thinking that might work for me if I'm like all these books that I want to read. Maybe I'll just read five minutes of this book today. You inspired me to, to do that, Justice, when you were describing that. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to I can read for five minutes every day. It definitely makes a difference. It, it definitely, I've used that with reading, actually. So that's, that's a great example. Uh, just sitting down, five minutes. You can do anything for five minutes. You know, right. just like with, with Kimmy Schmidt, with that, that example, you know, you can, you can stay in anything. So you can, even if it's a, a book that you begrudgingly just want to get through, mm -hmm. but maybe it's the content's dry, you can, you can stay in it for five minutes. The two pieces to that, back to five minutes at a time is a calibration. Put some boundaries around your productivity is a smart choice. Boundaries are useful. Creativity is found in the boundaries, not in the options. Bounding it around five minutes gets your creativity going. When you say, well, I know I've got five minutes. I can go all out for five minutes. Your creativity will get rolling and churn out some stuff for five minutes. It's also a useful calibration tool saying, well, I could at least do that for five minutes. I've got all this day left, maybe another five. But I did my five. I set out my goal. And another thing that also this technique, as Justice described, helps you calibrate is you start calibrating you as a successful person. If I break it down into five minutes and I complete something in five minutes and do this regularly, I now have frequency to show that I can identify my pattern is somebody who gets things done. I get them done in five minute chunks, but I get them done. And over time, and like we talked about earlier in this episode about developing this skill to manage, if I can develop to manage an uncomfortable career, I can also use this to develop that skill in managing productivity, creativity, and something I want. So, so you're building a pattern. Because you're building a pattern. Pattern-seeking belief machine. Yes. So if you have a pattern of getting things done five minutes of time, right. then you believe you are a person who gets things done. This is where the let's call it quote unquote magic. This is where the magic happens in your brain listeners. And this is, we're on episode eight now of these almost magic things. This is how it works. There's a lot of levels here. So if you have a job that you hate, five minutes at a time, isn't going to instantly change how you feel about the job or get you into the life that you love. Something like this five minutes at a time is a skill that you're going to develop. That's going to help you manage your current situation and add towards getting you to where you want to go. It will almost seem accidental. It will almost seem like a miracle. But what I'm telling you is you're developing a useful skill. It's real. Pattern-seeking belief machine, what we just talked about last week. Think about your beliefs and the patterns. Mastering that, now you can start shaping your beliefs and your patterns to support the beliefs that you choose because it's all made up. Who makes it up? You make it up because it's based on facts and feelings are separate things. So when you're making things up, you're going to feel a way about it. And there are facts out there. So now you're going to arrange your facts and patterns because you feel a way about it because it's a belief. We can keep going back, but you get what I'm saying is these are all things that are happening in your brain and in your mind and you have control over them most of the time or at least enough control over them that you can point them in the right direction, have a target 
and point yourself at it. It's a useful way to think it. And the showing up is so powerful. Show up for five minutes, you're doing way more than the person who doesn't show up at all. Even at your worst, you're better at it than the person who's not showing up at all. So what else What else is part of this five minutes at a time? One thing I think about as I was listening to that too is how often people say they don't have time for that. They don't have, you know, taking time, like if somebody stops by your office and they really need to talk, take five minutes and let them talk. Sometimes it, it's, I think of that too, it's like spreading love, spreading goodwill and those types of things. People think they don't have time for it. Oh, I'm in a hurry. I don't have time. I don't have time. And it's like, what I would want the listeners to take away from this is start realizing how much time there really is in a day, you know, kind of like Justice Year said, we work 40 hours a week, but we don't work 40 hours a week. I mean, if you start watching what you really do with your time, there's plenty of time to get so much done, but you got to it's think, you got to think, you got to break it down. You got to be aware. Am I doing this because it needs to be done right now? Am I doing this because this is how it's always been done? Am I doing this because I have a belief in something that doesn't even line up with this? That's the big piece for me. I had a career doing what I loved and I was blessed and it was awesome. And it didn't, there were days, yes, that I had to take it up five minutes at a time. You know, if I can get through this class period, I can make it to the next. You know, it was not perfect by any means. I actually had to walk away from that career because it didn't line up with my belief system. And so now I'm using that same strategy, though, in building a new life for myself five minutes at a time. And sometimes I have to take five minutes just to sit and be sad that I've had to lose something. Or I might, the five minutes that I was going to do something, maybe I go do laundry for a friend of mine. or it. I guess what I'm trying to say is make the connection of sometimes when you say you don't have the time to do it, maybe you should ask if you have if you have the time to not do it. Good question. You know, it's like there's only the now and the eternal. Right. It might not be the most efficient way to do things sometimes, but really don't we want to be effective? Isn't it more important to be effective than it is to be efficient? So I don't know. To me, it's just all connected and running around in my brain. Because it's all connected. And those are great points. And again, coming back to using five minutes of time as, as a calibration tool to your time, realizing, wow, you have the time. You have five minutes. Uh, you might not be able to do everything, but you can do something for five minutes. And it also helps you realize it's only five minutes. I can take five minutes now because this five minutes is not going to ruin my life. Well, no absolutes here. There could be five minutes that will ruin your life. <laughs> right. But generally speaking, that's not what's going to happen. And it also helps you to start calibrating what you value because I only have to do it for five Right. right. And also said it better than I did. and also starts getting you to think about who decides what we value in efficiency versus effectiveness. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. Well, I don't I don't know that that's true. You say you don't have time. That might be from an efficiency point of view, but I don't know if it's true from an effective point of view. That's a separate topic. But our listeners, I think they understand what I'm talking about. Difference between efficiency and effectiveness. And it's only five minutes. And I think there's as you describe it and I think about it, it's there's there's humanity in five minutes. Like, let's be human to each other. That makes sense. Yes, that's what, see, once again, you said it so much more clearly than I did. Oh, oh, thank you. Any other input on five minutes at a time? My last thought, or I guess the takeaway, would be kind of what you were just saying uh, about taking that five minutes at a time. So taking taking it for others. As you said, maybe five minutes can make a big difference. It can be disastrous. Most things, even very important things, 
can wait five minutes. You know, whether it's a meeting at work, the boss is, you know, the boss needs you for something or yelling about something, complaining, or if that's something else in a personal relationship, most things can wait five minutes. So you're running late for work. Well, five minutes can make a big difference. But in our average routines, average, you know, day-to-day activities, things can wait. You've got five minutes. You can take five minutes for yourself. You can get something done that needs to be done. You can, you again, you can make time because, and again, there's no absolutes. Some five minutes can be, you know, life altering, but most five minutes, you know, most five minute blocks of your life are unremarkable and you can make time if you make that effort. That's a really good point. I really like that. And it got me thinking about a couple things too, about social norms and social convention like that meeting can wait five minutes. Okay, that's useful. There are a lot of reasons why the meeting can wait five minutes. So one thing, listeners, as you think about that, understand why you're waiting five minutes. Starting meetings on time is a useful social convention. It reflects back respect for one another. It reflects back, I respect your five minutes. So keep in mind, when you look at this holistically, Respect somebody else's five minutes by showing up on time so that the time that you need your five minutes, you've invested some social capital and you've reflected its value. I think justice is dead on. If your boss is yelling at you and it needs has it needs immediate, it's like, mm, it could probably wait five minutes. Right, because if you can understand, I'm going to be there on time because five minutes can mean a lot to one person. If that other person can comprehend that and and function from that place, then they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt. So when you show up five minutes late, instead of assuming that it's because you don't value their time, they can just assume that you needed that five minutes to get whatever you needed to get in order so that you could be completely present at the meeting and productive at the meeting. One last thought on that piece, too, is I'm imagining it in my brain. If you've got your boss just leaning on you, it's like, this needs to be done now. But if you know in your own mind you've got five minutes, you can take a breath, you can get into your own headspace, you can create distance between their energy and you because you know internally, I've got five minutes. Yeah. They may feel like it's immediate, but you know you have five minutes, and that's going to create your own internal space to operate and be you and make your own choices. I really do love that idea, Justice. It can wait five minutes. Like that. Right. And I just, brilliant. I was just kind of thinking like, I mean, you know, that's on like the flip flip side of the, because to me, you know, like five minutes of time is kind of like take a breath, you know. Exactly. That's what I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's the, I don't remember which episode it was we were talking about, but, you know, kind of like learning to choose your emotions and manage your emotions. Sometimes you got to take the five minutes. Sometimes you got to catch your breath or you've got to process something or um, so that you can Absolutely. be in control of yourself. Well, I, I mean, I think that's where I want to end up anyway. So to kind of recap what we did five minutes at a time, useful for calibration, good way to manage through a difficult situation. Uh, it's a skill that you can continue to build and use to manage in a difficult situation so that you can create a new situation because Nothing's forever. Five minutes helps you calibrate to understand what time means, gets you through today's difficulty so that you can get into the right situation. So you're not just jumping from one messed up thing to the next. You're managing yourself so that your next thing is the right thing. Five minutes of time is a useful way to build your life. Uh, You know you can show up for five minutes. You know you can do it for five minutes. And five minutes at a time repeated adds up to a lot of time. And that gets you where you need to go on that way. And it starts to establish the sense of accomplishment in you and you're a person who gets things done 
So that's a useful way of looking at it. And then to top it all off, things can wait five minutes. It's rare. Now, it's not all instances. There are times where every second is precious. But we're talking about a day-to-day -day showing up in life. There are times it's like it can wait five minutes. And what that means, too, is being thoughtful about how you're interacting and how you're managing your time with other people's time and being careful and mindful about how you're evaluating the the significance of something and how it's really impacting. It's a tough way to live if everything's always an emergency. That's a lot of a lot of hormones in you that cause ill health. When you know that it can wait five minutes, you can breathe, you can adjust that neurochemical state. You can manage your whole situation into a, a better, more effective, positive place. You can run your own machine. And you, yeah, you can be running your own machine. Well, thanks, everybody. I look forward to our next two episodes. We don't know what those will be yet. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, checking us out. Until next time, keep showing up. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you're able to get something from this episode that you can implement right away. We'd love to hear from you. Check out the show notes for our contact info. Have a great week and keep showing up.